Hey, welcome to the Awesome Life Podcast. I'm Karen Stultz, and this is where my guests and I offer you tips and inspiration to have your awesome life. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Awesome Life Podcast. I'm Karen Stultz, your host, and I I support entrepreneurial leaders to enjoy a six-figure lifestyle, plain and simple. We want to enjoy our lifestyle and have a business that helps create that without any regret, without the self-doubt. And we do that by breaking through the generational blocks that may be happening. And my guests and I are here to inspire you with ways and tips and information that you might not even recognize is available to you. And my guest today is no exception to creating that, Mindy Hakadal. So Mindy, let me read a little bit about Mindy. Uh, She is a licensed school counselor, a licensed school principal, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and is certified internationally as a psychoneurotherapist and brain professional. She serves as the director of counseling at a private K-12 school in Minnesota, and she also has her own practice in psychotherapy at a private practice in Oakdale, Minnesota. Mindy is married, she has two children, and she is passionate about improving holistic health and well-being so that others can feel awesome. So you can understand why I I knew I needed to have Mindy on our show. Thank you, Mindy, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Karen. One of the reasons that I really wanted Mindy to be with us today is because we were talking about sleep and how the importance of sleep is to our well-being. And at this point in our world, uh, in our seasons, especially in the the Northern US, it's a challenge sometimes to get that sleep. We have a lot of things going on in our lives, in our world, and and weather and light and all of these things, but we need to have that sleep. Mindy has information on helping create that. Those are quite the credentials that you have, Mindy. How did you get into this in the first place? You know, Karen, I just, I'm super passionate about learning about mental health. And it is just my goal to improve individuals, meet them where they are, but also to do so in a way that's non-invasive and doesn't always need medication. Too many teens and adults take you know, Ambien and medication in order to go to sleep at night. And it's not healthy for the brain. And when we sleep at night, that's when our brain can rest and repair from all the damage we're doing the day before, such as too much screen time, stressful situations, um, any illness that we're going through, anything like that. Our brains, you know, our brains are like the manager of our whole system. And if you're not getting enough sleep and you're not giving your brain what it needs, the next day, you're not going to be able to be awesome and be your optimal self because you're not feeling rested. You're not repaired. You're not cognitively inclined to make good decisions. It's you have the brain fog. And so sleep is so important. And with my clients, it's like the number one thing I ask right away is tell me how you sleep. Do you fall asleep early at night? 
Do you lay in bed? Does your mind race? Do you wake up feeling refreshed? Do you wake up multiple times during the night? Um, and learning about their sleep patterns is really important for me to personalize a treatment plan for them so that then they can get to their best self the next day. So that's the very first thing that you look at when you talk to a new client, huh? is, is their sleep pattern. Yep. How, how did you actually find the, um, the brainwave ideas to create that? Curious how this all started. Was there something that happened with you or somebody that you knew that had issues that sleep and other things might be going on? Yeah, actually, um, about three years ago, right when COVID shut down the world, um, I became very exhausted. I felt like I had been run over by a train when I would wake up in the morning, even though I had slept probably 10 hours the night before. Um, come to find out I was diagnosed with Lyme disease and didn't know I was bit by a tick. And I started having a lot of um, cognitive symptoms. You know, I had the brain fog. Um, I couldn't remember a lot of things. I was just so extremely tired. And as I was doing research on the best forms of treatment for Lyme disease, one of the forms that I discovered was neurofeedback. Um, and it's really being able to um, rewire your brain so that you're not in a negative state. You are more in a relaxed meditative state. You are calm and focused. Um, and it just, once I felt like I could get good sleep, because it turns out when I did readings on myself during the night, when I would do QEEG reports, um, I wasn't sleeping good. I was tossing and turning. I'm sure my joints were hurting. Um, and so, you know, then I wouldn't have the most optimistic attitude the next day or feel eager about the next day because I was so tired. Um, but once I discovered that I could improve my sleep and I could also, this is interesting, Karen, being home at, with COVID during COVID with two small children and my husband um, in a remodel home, it was very overwhelming and my patients didn't feel optimal. I just felt like I was not living the life that I wanted to. I wasn't as happy as I should have been. And I did neurofeedback on myself. I did sleep training and I did a day training just for calm focus. And I tell you what, I don't even get razzled with my kids anymore. If they are going a mile a minute, I can stay calm and collected. And even my husband, he'll say, I wish I could be like you. And I say, if you would let me do some brain training on you, you could be. Um, but it is, it is wild. I can sleep now. And, you know, I just, I did all the research. And one thing about me with my private practice is I will never promote something to a client that I haven't personally received the benefits from. Mm, um, so crazy. everything that I do, even such as, you know, I'm a huge advocate for weighted blankets. And I tell all my clients who have anxiety, how if you lay with a weighted blanket on you, even if you're not sleeping, but prior to going to bed, you start releasing oxytocin in the brain and it puts you in that calm, safe, secure state and then when you take the blanket off, you can go back, you can go to sleep a lot more easy. Um, 
but it's just one more thing that I said, I'm going to try it first and make sure that I receive the benefit before I'm going to tell somebody else. So same thing with brain training. I did it all on myself. And then I work alongside a really great team of other professionals. And, you know, our goal is just to keep spreading the word. And, and if you can take control of your brain, you can take control of every symptom that you feel in your body. Uh, I totally, totally agree. Our mind, body, spirit are all interconnected. No question about that. But you're talking about brain training. A lot of people will say, well, I meditate every day. You know, sometimes for up to, well, Deepak Chopra says he meditates eight to 10 hours a day. Is that the same thing as brain training to be able to clear your mind? Or what is, is there a difference? Yeah, it is different. Um, So when he is getting into a meditative state, you know, um, a lot of Buddhists, a lot of people who want to get into that meditative state, they can sit and they can calm their their minds, they can calm their breathing, it actually reduces their heart rate variability. Um, And they can get into that very relaxed, almost like semi conscious state. Um, And that's great. And that's wonderful for people who have a the time to sit for hours to do that. Um, But that's one form of brain training. That's not necessarily neurofeedback. So neurofeedback was created in about nine, in the late 1950s. Um, and it is a non-invasive evidence-based form of treatment that can change your brain waves. So for example, our brains run in different states of frequencies. And, you know, and if you think of evolutionary purposes in the back part of our brain, you have um, no cognition, right? That's where your amygdala, your hippocampus, your brainstem, all of those are back there. If you are, if you've experienced trauma, sometimes the back part of your brain actually is going too fast than what you want it to go. And that makes you hypervigilant and, and on edge and on alert and in fight or flight mode constantly. Well, as you move through the limbic system and you get to the front part of your brain, the front part of our brain is where all our cognition is. This is where we remember things, where we we manage relationships. We feel motivated to get started on tasks. Um, We can think clearly. And so when you look at different brain speeds, brain training through neurofeedback actually uses operant conditioning to train like the front part of your brain to go faster during the day. It can train the front and back part of your brain to go slower at night in preparation for sleep. So operant conditioning works as our brains like to get rewards. And so with neurofeedback, you simply put a head device on, there's no pain, there's nothing to it. It just is taking recordings, but you, you, it's like you're exercising your brain. You watch on a screen that's personally programmed for you. So you can go to YouTube, um, you can go to pre-programmed videos that I've set for you. And as you watch these videos, let's say for you, Karen, you wanted more motivation during the day. You felt a little sluggish when you wake up in the morning. You might do a brain training that we're gonna speed up. We're gonna try to get some beta speeds in the front part of the brain going. And so when you are watching that screen, Every time your brain is increasing beta speeds, you can see the screen and hear it. The second your mind wanders and it gets out of beta and maybe slows down to a theta speed, the screen goes dark. 
And all you have to do is simply watch it. You don't have to do anything else. But after a while, your brain craves being able to see that screen and it's getting rewarded every time it sees it. And so similar to going to the gym, you know, if you wanted to have a new year's resolution and go get in all this great shape, you couldn't transform your body in one session, but after repetition and consistent training, you're going to hit your goals. And similar to neurofeedback, 18 minutes of training a day, usually about four months um, is all it takes. And then that becomes the brain's new norm. Then you will wake up in the morning and naturally your brain will go into that speed because you've trained it to do so. Fascinating. Now you said there was headgear. What is, what is that? Yes. So there's different types of hardware that you can use. Um, the one that I use is through divergence and brain bit. Um, and why I like this one, I used to use a different headset, but you could only train one location at a time. And that one, if you watch um, on Netflix, the epi the series quarterback, you can see on episode four, Kirk Cousins is on there and he's using two of the devices. He's using one that goes straight around his head and it has one electrode and you put it on through paste. That one's great. Fantastic results. I do use that one. But the new one that I use is the second one he uses, and it almost looks like a shower cap. And you can have four electrodes training at one time, and the electrodes just sit on your head, but it works different areas of your brain so that you're getting results a lot quicker, such as I might want the front part of your brain to go faster and the back part to slow down. And instead of doing four months of one training and then four months of another, now I can train them both at the same time. That's good. And just by watching something on YouTube, right? Video that you've created. Yep. Now, does this work with anything other than sleep? I mean, yes, yes, it works for so much. It was actually founded um, for the treatment of seizure disorders. Oh, wow. Um, and it is also used for, so how it works is a client comes in and I put the headset on them and I put the four electrodes on and they sit for maybe five minutes with me. And it's so quick and they sit and they stare um, without thinking anything. It, they stare at one space for about a minute, then they close their eyes and it records the difference in amplitude of brain waves between eyes open and eyes closed. Then you do a math cognitive task. Um, it is pretty challenging. It wants you to count backwards by sevens, starting at 391. Okay, and, I, I'd, I'd be out of it at that point. Oh, totally it gone. Is hard. <laughs> it is hard, but it's hard on purpose because it wants to see what happens in your brain when you are really, really trying something difficult. Um, so once I get those results back, I can see what is going on in that brain because the, the brain's mm -hmm. not going to lie. So a client might come in and say, you know what, Mindy, I feel great. My mom wants me to come to therapy, but I feel great. Well, I might do a brain scan and I can clearly see depression because depression will show in the front left part of the brain. It will show asymmetry between the two hemispheres. Um, I can see ADHD because the front part of the brain will be high in theta, which is a slow speed. And you don't want that. You want beta. Um, so it's, ADHD, anxiety, depression, memory issues, um, dyslexia, seizure disorders, Lyme disease, chronic illness, chronic pain, um, 
So much. And then it's also a lot of athletes have been coming to see me to improve their performance, which is fascinating to me um, because people are getting quicker in their reaction time. There's no more anxiety. They are reaching goals that they've set for themselves that they never thought they could do. Um, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible for anyone. Even my parents, they're in their seventies and they will do neurofeedback and you know, they don't have any mental health concerns, but, you know, cognitively they are retired and not using their brains as much as they should. So they'll go on YouTube and watch Jeopardy. And so now they're really thinking and they're working their brain at the same time. Um, and they're feeling so much better as well. And would they be wearing the the headset when they're watching Jeopardy, for example, or? Yep. Yep. You just put it on for the 18 minutes. And I put it on every night when I go to bed, I put it on and I, and if you do sleep training, you actually are doing audio feedback. And wow. so my eyes are closed and I have a sleep soundtrack and I close my eyes and I just listen. And I can tell if my daughter is making noise in the other room, the music goes quiet because I'm starting to get distracted and I'm starting to think about what she's doing. But once I'm increasing my slow brainwave speeds in order to fall asleep and stay asleep, I can hear the waterfall. It's peaceful. It's relaxing. Um, and then the report shows that I'm doing very well. I really probably don't need to do it anymore, but I just love it so much because I feel so rested that I keep doing it. So do you sleep with it all night? No, no. Once it's done at 18 minutes, it dings and I take it off and that's it. And then I go right to sleep, but you do not want to do sleep training and then go check your email um, because, because when you're doing sleep training, we're increasing theta and Delta brain waves, And those are the slowest brain waves. Well, if all of a sudden you go check your email, you're going into a beta state of thinking. And so it's when you do sleep training, it is one that you do in bed, lights off, eyes closed, take it off and go right to sleep. Oh, that is great. Now, is this something that is recognized by the medical profession as a a means of benefiting the the patients? Um, is it covered under insurance or anything like that? So there are CPT codes, and it has recently been approved for HSA reimbursements. Um, and so you can use the CPT code and get reimbursed if you have an HSA account. But like other holistic forms of treatment, insurance does not cover it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you also said people come to you and this is something you put on your head. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm in Maine. You're in Minnesota. Yep. <laughs> How right. do I get your help? Yeah. So really the only time people need me. Um, so neurofeedback was remarkable about the past like year, year and a half is that now it can be done remotely. And so with you being in Maine, you would purchase the headset. We would jump on a zoom call like this. I would walk you through the assessment part, which is just that five minute. You would put it on, you would sit quietly with your eyes open, eyes closed, do that difficult math task. And then that's it. And then I would analyze all your results, create a protocol for you, I would meet with you again virtually to show you how to use the device. And we would probably do your first training together um, for the 18 minutes, just so that I'm on the computer at the same time to answer questions. Um, and then you're good to go. 
and you would do it all on your own every, every day, hopefully for 18 minutes. And, you know, after about four months, if you're feeling better, you would be done. But every two weeks I run a report and I can tweak things. I can make it more difficult, make it easier. Um, we can do another assessment and it'll show the differences between your pre and your post brain waves. Um, so there's a lot of things. So it's, it's really cool how you, it's just revolutionizing mental health throughout the world. That is fantastic. And there are no drugs and no there's drugs. no nothing. No drugs. And some clients will come to me and they are already on medication. And this could just be an addition of something that they're doing. Um, but since I'm not a doctor, I can't tell them to get off their medication. But I can tell you, I have a woman and she was not sleeping at all, went through a divorce. Um, her brain, you know, just ran real hot all day long and all night long. And she did brain training and she no longer does it. And she also was on Lexapro. She's not on that. She was on ADHD medicine. She's not on that. I think she was taking like Xanax sometimes at night just to sleep. And she is no longer on any medication and she is happy. She's dating somebody new. I mean, like her whole life has been just transformed because she can finally sleep. Wow. That and is... even, even her doctor said, I can't believe how good you're doing. And, and, you know, it was a slow progression of getting off the medication, but she's fully off. Wow. And you said it was mostly four months. Yeah. Uh, for her, it probably was a little bit longer because there was so much going on. Well, she was also seeing me for psychotherapy, you know, mm -hmm. so she had the therapy part, but she was very determined and consistent and she did not miss a night of training. Mm. Wow. You know, well, it, it does. It, it's a choice, isn't it? You have to, you have to make a choice that you want to feel better. Mm -hmm. And if this can help you feel better right. relatively quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and painlessly. Right. And some people will, um, they'll do one protocol, might be a mm -hmm. sleep training. And then once they improve their sleep, they say, you know what, Mindy, I'd really like more motivation during the day. So then all of a sudden we'll change and they'll do like a day training. And so sometimes people will be longer just because they want to keep doing something. But usually the symptom reduction is drastic at four months. Wow. So you would mention the ADHD and depression, and that certainly that falls into seasonal depression and whatnot, different varying degrees. Yep. Does it eliminate it totally because you change your brain to think differently? It can. What's interesting about depression is depression actually resides in the front left lobe of your brain. Mm -hmm. And that part of your brain actually runs too much alpha. Alpha is like a couch potato. It's, it is the meditative state. But when you have too much alpha on the left and maybe the right is going fast, that, that can cause symptoms of depression because there's such an imbalance between the two hemispheres. And so we can train specifically that left side to speed up until it meets where the right side is because asymmetry can cause all sorts of symptoms if you are not balanced and equal on both sides of your brain. So um, 
with depression, I've seen tremendous results and anxiety as well. People who are anxious, their brains are usually running too fast. You know, they're, they're constantly worrying, they're fearful, they question things, they don't want to make a decision. And that's because this part of the brain is like too fast. It's not in a calm focused state. It's in like a high alert, what's coming at me next state. And so you can easily calm that part down too, which I've seen very good benefits. Um, ADHD, I can tell you, I have a lot of kids that see me um, that the parents don't want to put them on medication because they don't want to stimulate going into a developing brain. I get it. Um, and so with ADHD training, the only thing difficult with that for kids is you want to train in the morning because we are trying to train the slow theta state of ADHD. We're trying to speed that up. Well, if we're going to speed that up at night, there's no point because now it's going to affect someone's sleep. Um, so actually my daughter, she, you know, my husband is ADHD. My, my daughter's probably a lot like him. Um, and so in the morning, she's only in third grade. She'll sit in my office with me, um, before school starts and she'll just put the cap on and she just watches some things that I've programmed for her. And we're speeding up that front part of her brain and getting rid of that gross theta speed. And her teacher has already said she's more attentive. She's not as bouncy. Um, she's asking questions. She doesn't seem like she's in la la land. Like she's the teacher says she's a totally different kid. And so again, it's one of those things where I try it on myself or my children. And then, you know, I can share it with others. That is fantastic. That is, and with Lyme disease, I mean, that those are physical issues. That's not just a, a brain situation. That's a physical thing. Mm -hmm. yep. How does this help with the Lyme disease? So what's really bizarre is that when you have a chronic illness and there's something with one of the co-infections with Lyme, I don't know if it's the Babesia or the Bartonella, but it actually puts the whole front part of your brain in Delta. Delta is the sleep speed. And so now I think that a lot of times it's psychosomatic, right? If, if I was feeling terrible and I was so tired, I wasn't able to accomplish anything. I wasn't able to be productive. Well, simply speeding up my brain and getting me back to feeling like I can normalize in the world. I can take care of the kids. I can run errands. I can research. I can do all of the things that I'm doing. Honestly, it's very bizarre, but I don't even feel sick. Even though my, my labs say that I am, I sure don't feel it. And I think it's because I keep going and doing things that my brain is giving me the power to do. Yeah. You know, if, if I was in a Delta state and I was tired and I was laying in bed all day, maybe I would realize that I don't feel good. But when my brain is like, let's go do something, let's clean the house. I took down my Christmas tree today when it's telling me to do things. I just keep going and I don't I just don't feel it. You know, I I didn't know what the science was behind that, but definitely the idea that if you and I just called it a choice you do something else. If you don't like the way you are, then you do something else. Right. And uh, this will allow you to do that something else a lot faster, a lot easier, a lot more joyfully. I know somebody looked at my hands and said, oh, you have serious arthritis. I said, really? I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. 
And, and of course it goes into the brain. Oh, well, maybe I do. My hands do have this. It, and then I thought, no, no. Yep. Get yeah, it out. Of it. It, it could be there, out. but you know, it's not bothering me. So I'm not going to worry about it. <laughs> right. Well, and it's crazy too. I mean, how, the brain is so powerful. The second you get a thought like that and the brain loves to think negative and you get a negative thought like, oh, I have an ailment. All of a sudden it will start hurting Yeah. or clients come in and, you know, they come in because actually they have such irritable bowel syndrome. Well, I see in the brain it's because they have severe anxiety. Mm. And treated anxiety and they don't realize it's anxiety and it comes across as a physical symptom. This sounds like a very large investment because insurance doesn't cover it. Hey, it's only four months. And can you continue doing the same stuff after that? Do you, it when you get the equipment, is it rented or do you purchase it? How does this all work? Yeah, so... With, um, you know, divergence that I'm working with now, they continue to come out with new hardware um, that they're using. Currently, the headset that I like people to use, the one that allows for four channels to be trained at once is $750. Um, you can rent it, but it's easier if you just own it because it comes with a small, medium, large headset. Um, you can share it with your family members. Um, but then for treatment, the initial appointment with me to do the re reading is $250 to go over the results is $250. And then with this program, it's only $210 a month. I used a platform previously that charged clients over 400 a month. And so this is half that cost. So for four months is about $1,340. And oh, that includes um, checking in with me biweekly, just seeing how things are going, me looking at reports, um, understanding any new symptoms you're having, if I have to tweak any of the protocol. So it's really because it's remote, it's so much cheaper than, you know, there are some clinicians who do it in their in their office and they require people to physically go into their office, charge them their hourly rate and do it in their presence. But I just don't feel like in our world today, we have the time to do that. Like I know that I don't have clients that could see me every single day and pay an hourly rate every single time they do an 18 minute session. 18 minutes. I mean, anybody can find 18 minutes a day, right? And, and of course, depending upon the situation, you need to decide what time of day you're doing this, I'm assuming. Yep. yep. And it depends on what your symptoms are. Like I said, mm -hmm. if it's more ADHD um, and somebody who has brain fog that needs help getting started and getting their work done, mm -hmm. that needs to be trained in the morning. People with anxiety, a lot of times that's more mid-afternoon, um, times when we want to calm the brain down, even early evening. Sleep mm -hmm. obviously is going to be right before bed. Um, depression could be midday. So it really depends on what your brain tells me is going on. This device could take care of depression and, and anxiety and whatnot. And by having this particular hardware, you can be addressing both of those 
at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it, it can be hugely beneficial along the way for less than a, a good coach per month. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I do have some clients who do sleep training and day training. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's whatever they're trying to work through and improve and what the brain shows in the, in the assessment results. That's what we work on. Yeah. I, I, I'm thinking of a, a friend with rheumatoid arthritis. I don't yeah. know that yep. be helpful for something like that. Yeah. Or I had a client, he actually was interviewed with me on a different podcast. Um, he is a former police officer and had a lot of trauma. And all of a sudden his amygdala in his brain where that memory of a lot of traumatic events resided, like he became agoraphobic and couldn't leave his house. Mm. He was in his young twenties. Okay. And when I did a scan on him, I could see that his amygdala was on fire. It was running hot. And so we were able to calm that down. And again, he was one that was very consistent and wanted to get better. He had suicidal ideation. He shut everyone out of his life, um, wouldn't leave his house. And he got to the point where all of a sudden he went skydiving. He got on a plane. He went down to South Beach and just wanted to go hang out on the beach and meet people. Um, he got a new job. He's now engaged to be married. He has transformed his life. And he says it's all because of neurofeedback because he was on medication after medication. Um, he was allergic to a lot of the SSRI medications. So there were things he couldn't take. And um, yeah, he just, he is one of my first clients that did so, so well. That is fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Well, Mindy, how can people get in touch with you? Yeah, um, they can reach me through. I do have Afton Therapy is my private practice. They can follow me on Facebook or Instagram. Um, they can send me an email. My email address is Mindy at AftonTherapy.com. Um, and I can send some information on how to get started, why neurofeedback, what it does, um, what are brain waves. So I send a lot of information ahead of time. Um, so clients are very well versed in if this is the decision of treatment they want to pursue. Oh, that is great. And of course, I'll have all of that in the uh, show notes below this video. The neurofeedback, another question just popped in. Biofeedback, neurofeedback feedback neurofeedback would require the hardware and bio not is that right so neurofeedback is a form of biofeedback so biofeedback really is looking at your biological system right your heart rate your breathing neurofeedback is actually looking head neck up so think of like neck down biofeedback neck up neurofeedback but neurofeedback works on training the brain. And when you train the brain, you naturally will use biofeedback. Your heart rate will be calmer. Your breathing will be deeper um, if you're getting in a more meditative state. But it's just a difference between head, neck up, neck down between the two feedbacks. Right. And this is something that you can use after the fact. I mean, after, after they finish with you, they could still continue using this hardware on themselves? Well, once their subscription is done, once they hit their goals and they say, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to pay the $210 a month anymore. 
then they can't use it anymore. Oh, but I see. You reactivate it at any time. So if a month later somebody says, Hey, you know, now I'm going through this stressful situation at work. I'm, I'm having some issues with sleep again. Can we get started? Um, you already have the hardware. We can pick right back up, but yeah, it's, if you have the hardware, you can do it anytime. And I know Divergence did just come out with a new hardware instead of the whole cap. It's a little piece um, that you stick inside a baseball hat. And so you don't even see that you're wearing it. And when you put it on, it just has one electrode. But for some people that want to train maybe in their office during the day, they're not putting on this whole cap and clipping things on their ears you know, so they're trying to make it a lot of different options for what people need. And you can help them with that to figure out what is the best option for the individual. Yes. So yes. Uh, they would want to contact you before they went to divergence and ordered Correct. something. Correct. Yep. Awesome. Well, Mindy, this is fantastic. I really want our listeners to know that the tools. I mean, this is for the inspiration and the tools that we can use. And what works for one person may not work for everybody. But this sounds pretty darn close to working for almost everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And, and of course, doing things holistically without the drugs to be able to stop the drugs. That's what my work is all about, too. Letting letting go because I'm not a doctor. I'm, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a doctor. There are things that we can do. Our, our mind, body, and spirit want to work together. It's just that something has shifted and and moved and, and what works. It's important to let people know that there are things out there to help them right. feel better. Because after all, you can't feel or have an awesome life if you're feeling horrible. <laughs> That's very true. Very true. <laughs> so Mindy, thank you so much. I will have her information in the show notes below. And everybody, I want you to listen, really listen. This is a new year. It's 2024. And isn't it time to feel awesome in your life. If you're not already there, it's time. Let go of the people pleasing, let go of the self-doubt, let go of the, the depression, the anxiety, the physical pain and feel awesome. Be without regret. So give Mindy a call, set things up and until next time, be awesome. Bye-bye for now. 